When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. Today on Me and You, The Housewives and Marvel 2, it's of course the second episode of the Fan Casting the XCU series. And of course, we're talking about, just look at the podcast cover, Wolverine, right after this. What's up, you guys? This is Kendrick Tucker, of course, and today is our second episode in a new series that I'm doing entitled Fan Casting the XCU. Last week, we covered Storm, of course, and I told you that Jodie Turner-Smith was ultimately my choice to play Storm in the MCU, but this week, we're talking about Wolverine. Now, this episode is going to vary a little from the episode that we did last week. Last week was very regimented. I gave you the exact order of things we were going to talk about, but I feel like Logan is one of those characters that now he's been so in the mainstream. We've gotten him in nine movies now with uh, Hugh Jackman. I really don't feel like I need to give you guys a lot of background on a character or a lot of different descriptions because honestly, it's something that we need to talk about. We need to decide if we want someone to basically come in and replace Hugh Jackman or if we want an entirely different kind of variation on the character. Uh, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the latter. I really feel like we've seen so much of Wolverine in this character that I kind of feel like we need either a break, which I don't think we're getting because there have been so many rumors that Wolverine is coming and he's coming fast. But I think that we kind of need some type of variation. Otherwise, whoever you put in that spot, they're going to automatically be compared to Hugh Jackman. 
and that's kind of setting someone up for failure. So if they're going to do that, they might need to get some kind of marquee name to really play the role. I've got my suggestions, but of course, I want to hear from you guys. So I'll give you all my contact information at the end of the episode. So let's just get into it. So I'm not, unlike Storm, who I had a lot of kind of attributes that I was looking for for the actress that was going to play her. This one, I'm really kind of more lenient about. I think I'm going to trust Kevin Feige and the MCU to really kind of make this decision on their own. I don't really have any height requirements. You know, in the comic books, he's typically a shorter character. I think he's about 5'3 in the comics. Uh, muscular, you know, has all these animal senses where he can, you know, heightened sense of smell, uh, super agility, uh, hyper speed. Well, not hyper speed. You know, he's not the Flash, but, you know, heightened sense of speed. Uh, obviously, the three metal antimanium claws that come out retractable in each hand. You know, you know Wolverine. You know, we've gotten him in... I, I want to say nine different variations now of movies. There have been so many of uh, the three, let's see, the three solo movies, the three prequel movies. I think he was in uh, Days of Future Past or was it, a ro- I don't know, one of the eight or nine movies, you know. Either way, we got a whole lot of Hugh Jackman. So, I, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with anything. I'd be okay if they made him a little more like the the cartoon. You remember how, like, those first few episodes of the 90s cartoon, he had that super heavy, like, Australian accent. Then it just kind of, like, faded away over time. I'm okay with, you know, if they want to do the, you know, go true to his origins, make him a little more Canadian, give him a Canadian accent, have him played by a Canadian actor, I'm okay with that. If they want to make him tall, more bulky of a character, I'm okay with that. They want to make him shorter, you know, do a little more true to the comic books. You know, comic book fans always, you know, have something to say about the casting. You know, they really want to be comic book, they really want to be comic book centric, you know, until you make a decision they don't like, then they don't want it to be that. So, you know, and I'm one of those fans, so you know, I'm 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 trying to be a little more gracious with the way I see things. So Wolverine, I'm I'm leaving it entirely up to them. But I do have a few names that I want to throw out there that I think would be great. My winner though I'm anxious to see what you guys are going to say because I really, to be quite honest, I told you guys last week that I pull from everywhere. I might pull from a smaller movie. I might pull someone who's been in a million movies that we all know and can, uh, you know, we run to the box office to see. I might go with a complete unknown. I have a couple of names that span across that. And, of course, like I told you last week with the Storm podcast, I do have someone that was in those Netflix uh, Marvel series, and by the way, I've been rewatching just completely out of the blue. I've been rewatching Daredevil on Netflix, and God, that show never gets old. I'm getting reminded how fucking irritating Foggy was, but besides that, that show, like seriously, it holds up every single time you watch it. And I'm almost at season two now when The Punisher comes in, so I'm super jacked about that. And then, of course, after that, I'm going right into... I think I'm going to just spend a weekend watching season three if I can get to it in time because season three was just perfect television. Oh, my God. Season three of Daredevil was so good. I might go into The Defenders after that, though, but then it might bring me back down a little bit. I actually... I didn't mind The Defenders so much. But anyway, I'm getting off topic like I always do. Oh, well, I think I think you like my ramblings. That's why you tune in every week to hear what the fuck I got to say. So let's start out, I'll throw out a a kind of random name that you guys might not know, but you might know his face. One of the guys that I've been thinking would be a really good fit 
for Wolverine. If we want to go the the more so unknown, well, I don't even want to call him unknown because I know him, but <laughs> he's he's not as big. Like he you know if he was in a, a movie all by himself, he wouldn't necessarily be a box office draw, but he definitely has a star power to get there if Kevin Feige is behind him. His name is David Fumero. So, of course, he is a Cuban-American actor. I know him, so a little bit embarrassing about me. My mom raised me on soap operas. So, like, I was a little kid watching, like, As the World Turns, Young and the Restless, All My Children, One Life to Live. And he was actually Christian Vega on One Life to Live. I'm sure none of you, none of you know him from that. That's probably just me and my household. But you probably know him if you watch Power on Stars, the 50 Cent show. He was Mike Sandoval for a few seasons. I want to say like seasons maybe one through three. He got killed at some point. So, spoiler alert, sorry if you plan on going back and watching Power anytime soon. God, I don't know why you do that. That show is so taxing to me. I, I can't do it. But he's also, he's married to uh, Melissa Fumero, who is one of the stars of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So, I'm sure a lot of you know who that is so if you follow melissa fumero on instagram you've probably seen him pop up in a ton of pictures they've been married since like i want to say 2007 for a long time like 13 years i think they've been married and uh they were actually they actually met on one life to live funny enough so two soap opera actors that kind of broke into other roles which is super hard to do i always thought he had the look of a Wolverine that I would love. And he has that really kind of aggressive energy too, that uh, I like in Wolverine, you know, Wolverine kind of uh, the comic book. He is aggressive, snarky, uh, funny a lot of times. And the only thing that I was kind of a tad concerned about when I casted storm last week, she, I said that I wanted her to be, you know, late twenties, not really, but kind of like early 30s, mid 30s age. He's 47. But I think Logan has always kind of had that ageless look about him. He might be in, you know, his, you know, actual biological age in the hundreds. But, you know, he always looks to be around 40-ish. So I'd be okay with him playing him. You know, that might be a, a breaking point for some people. But I'm okay with that. Funny enough, the next actor that I have on my list is actually around the same age. He's 48. There is a little issue with him, but we're all currently loving him on The Boys. You, of course, you know what I'm talking about. It's not the first time that he's been, uh, you know, kind of fan casted into the role. When we think Wolverine, you know, we automatically think Hugh Jackman. And then we start to think, oh, who kind of looks like Hugh Jackman? Who do I love as an actor? Who is aggressive as fuck every time I see them on screen? And one of those people that we think about, of course, is Carl Urban. So you guys know him from The Boys, which is the Amazon show about the superheroes. Well, we call them, you know, everyone calls them superheroes, but they're the farthest thing from superheroes. They have the superpowers, but they are just the absolute worst people in the world. And he plays the role of Billy Butcher. So he's kind of the one. Uh, he's one of the, the boys, you know, there's the seven and then there's the boys. So he plays the role of Billy Butcher, kind of the leader of the boys who, uh, get these guys together to really bring down these superheroes who he knows, uh, are nothing but just for lack of a better word, fuck boys. I've always, I love Carl Urban as an actor. He pops up in everything. You know, he leads his own stuff. I like a lot of his smaller projects that don't necessarily, 
uh, are box office grabs. But, you know, when you see him like on Amazon Prime or Hulu or Netflix or something, it's something that you really you gravitate towards because you like him as an actor. But, of course, just like uh, Sidel Noel last week on the Storm podcast, he I didn't I completely forgot that he was in Thor Ragnarok. And I feel like every time someone cast him in the Wolverine role, no one ever mentions that. And I just so happened to kind of, you know, be looking up because now now that I saw that she was randomly in Black Panther, I'm like, oh, well, any name that I put on any of these lists, let me go out there and check and make sure that they're not already in the MCU. You know, obviously, these smaller roles, maybe we don't mind so much that they're actually, you know, in the MCU. But I told y'all, I'm such a stickler for that. I don't know. I If, if you've even appeared in a movie, if you were a cab driver, I don't know. You got to tell me that, like, you turned into a mutant or something. Like, I'm not just going to let you into the MCU. I think Scourge was probably known enough that I don't know if we could necessarily have him play Wolverine and it not be an issue when we go back and watch Ragnarok. So we might just have to cross him off the list. But that's okay because my winner... I'm already sold on anyway. I've been sold on him for a couple of years now, but I've gotten beaten down every time I've said this because people have had hopes for that actor. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, there are a couple of the people on my list. I'm not going, I'm not going to delve on these guys too long. I just kind of want to throw a few names out there before I get to the person who I actually want to play him. So one of the guys that I really like, I watch a lot. He, again, not a huge box office draw, but he's one of those guys that I love watching his movies. I feel like he always gives 110% to every role he's in. I'm a big fan of Jack O'Connell. Now, you might know him from maybe Skins, if you watched that when you were a little younger. Uh, he was on that show Godless, which was kind of big at the time on Netflix. He got a lot of uh, like Emmy nominations and stuff, really big show. Uh, but I knew him from Unbroken, the movie, and uh, Startup. Startup was one of those just like random Netflix finds that you just like, what is this about? Oh, someone goes to prison for something, you know, sign me up. I'm always about people uh, going to prison either wrongly or uh, justly and then seeing how they adjust in prison. So like, that's my kind of movie. He stars in uh, Startup, which I thought he was fantastic in. He is 30. So if we did go with, you know, Younger Storm, He'd be around that age. That'd be great. They're all around the same age. They can do that 10-year contract, you know, that Marvel loves to do. Of course, Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman, he was on for, yeesh, 17-ish years. I think Logan came out in 2017. Yeah. So he was around for a good little while. But, you know, Marvel likes to do those kind of, you know, six, what is it, five, six, seven con- uh, movie contracts. So, you know, he'll be around perfect age for that. He'll be just in his 40s, you know, by the time he's done. So I really like him as an actor. And he does a lot of, uh, you know, he, his work ranges in a lot of characters. But he plays aggressive. He plays snarky. He plays all these kind of things really well. So, I, and he, he grows a nice beard. So I'd be okay with him, you know, if they want to go to the younger side. I'd be okay with him getting a role too. Next up, kind of random. But, and it's kind of funny how I got to this guy. I randomly, so I have a, a really good friend that lives in New York. And he rarely ever, he's a, a physical therapist, rarely ever watches TV. Kind of like, I think he shocked me the other day. He said that he's only watched, I think, three 
TV shows in their entirety throughout his entire life, and he's almost 30. So that, you know, me being the the self-proclaimed uh, season ticket holder of pop culture, that shocked the hell out of me, which I feel like I should have known about him because he really doesn't watch that much TV. But he randomly got on Hulu and started rewatching old episodes of Friday Night Lights and went through all five seasons. And he was like, I need someone to go on this journey with me, watch it with me. Let's see what's, you know, just watch it with me. I need someone to talk to it about. I'm like, okay, I haven't seen that show in forever. Why not? It's quarantine. I've watched every single movie and TV show on Netflix, Hulu, Prime, BET Plus, Showtime Anywhere, Netflix, I mean, uh, Xfinity, Title, everything. I don't even know if they have movies on Title, but I've watched them all. He played Tim Riggins on uh, Friday Night Lights. His name is Taylor Kitsch. He does some smaller, like, action movies. You'll know his face if you see him. Most recently, though, kind of tying it all back to the MCU, he was in the Russo Brothers movie starring Chadwick Boseman, uh, 21 Bridges. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Great action movie. But he plays one of the, of course, bad guys in that movie. He plays that role really well. And I know what you're thinking. He was in one of the Wolverine movies. Well, they're not technically canon. They're not MCU movies. So I'm okay with him being in the MCU if they were to go that route. I think, you know, he has the look. He has the age. I think he's around 39 years old right now. So I'm all for it. If they, uh, you know, go that route. I like him as an actor in general. I kind of hate to see that, you know, he's one of those people that you know, had that early success on a popular TV show, and then they just kind of go away. We only really see him in smaller stuff now with, like, a supporting role when you would imagine someone that had that kind of career on that show. Because Friday Night Lights was a really big show. If they had that kind of career, you would think that, you know, he'd be starring in a lot of movies instead of kind of playing the the B-list character. But, I mean, you know, of course, Marvel is kind of known now for rebuilding careers and obviously they can do that for him. So they went that route. I'm all for it. I wanted to throw a couple of other names out there before I got to my real pick. So a couple of the guys, just so you hear their names for me, uh, I'm sure you've seen them other places too, but they're always guys that kind of stick out to me when I'm watching movies. Uh, Joel Egerton and Oscar Isaac. I love both of them. Uh, I, I don't need to tell you where you know them from. You know, both of those guys. Oscar Isaac, I will say, though, was Apocalypse, but I don't want you to hold that against him in uh, X-Men Apocalypse. I'm sure, you know, if you haven't seen that movie, congratulations. (laughs) But if you have, you know, I don't want you to hold that against him. We all know Oscar Isaac is a great movie. If you're a Star Wars fan, you uh, probably love Oscar Isaac in those movies. I'm not, I I don't know what to think of him in those movies, honestly. I like him, but I'm not... uh, I don't even know what Star fan Star Wars fans are called, but I'm just the guy that like, oh, a new Star Wars movie is out. Let's go see it. I don't know. You know, I'm not a fanatic like that, so I don't know what they think of his portrayal. But I could see him. You know, if they wanted to really kind of break away from the physical appearance of Hugh Jackman, if they wanted to just go with a character and say, hey, Logan has is so synonymous with Hugh Jackman now. I need to kind of break this so that he can be given a fair shot in the MCU and not shot down immediately just because Hugh Jackman bodied the role so well. Then I think someone like Oscar Isaac would be a great way to go. 
you know, he's a uh, Guatemalan. Oh, I, was, I was so nervous I was going to mess that up because I, as you, if you listen to this podcast, you know I, it's easy for me to get tongue-tied in a minute. He's an American Guatemalan actor. And I think putting someone, quote-unquote, a person of color in that role could be a good thing because you really kind of see, you know, you kind of detach Wolverine from that shadow that we're going to be, you know, kind of hearing about for the next God knows how long. We're all ready for the mutants to come, but, you know, people still want Hugh Jackman to play the role. But I'm just like, you know, give someone else a shot and I'd be okay with him having a shot. Either one of those guys. I love, uh, what's that movie? He, uh, Joel Edgerton is in a movie with Jennifer Lawrence that I randomly love, that Sparrows movie. I can't think of the name of it for the life of me, and I don't think I care enough to Google it right now. <laughs> but if you know that movie I'm talking about, I love him in that. Just two randomly good actors that I think could be great. I'm not sure if Joel Edgerton, though, has the... He really has kind of a calm aggression about him. Not necessarily comic book aggression that we would want or need from the role of Wolverine. So though I do like him, he's kind of far, he's, you know, not as high up as some of these other guys that I've listed. I, I'm a little hesitant to say this one, but God, I love those damn, uh, <laughs> those damn, uh, John Wick movies. We know Keanu Reeves is already playing someone else. But wouldn't it be great if they just came out and said, you know what? We're, we're tired of holding the secret. Keanu Reeves is our Wolverine. You know, yada, yada, yada. That would be the only thing that would deter me from my actual pick is if they announced Keanu Reeves was playing Wolverine in the MCU. That, I think, everyone would give a chance. It, I mean, you, you not only is Keanu Reeves a phenomenal action actor, everyone just likes the guy. You know, every time he does an interview, you're just like, oh, oh, Keanu. Oh, you do like the kids. Oh, you, oh black lives do matter. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ke- yes, Keanu rebuild those projects i love it i would be i think we'd all be okay with that we all love keanu reeves as an actor so if they do make that announcement you heard it here first um, i'd be happy about it i don't know if that's necessarily an announcement it wouldn't get any traction on google but you know you're my you're my listeners so i'm sure you care you probably don't that's all right and now the moment you've all been waiting on can i get a can someone cue up a jump a drum roll or something for me That was super traumatic, but that's all right. One of the things I talked about on the last podcast when we were fan casting Storm was that I was going to pull from some of the Netflix shows because I feel like they're already Marvel approved. We already know they're great actors. Those people, I feel like all of them committed 100% to those roles. I personally, since The Punisher came out, I didn't think there was a better actor out there to be... Hugh Jackman's successor. I think if we're going to put someone in the MCU, make John Bernthal grow a beard, put him in that yellow costume, and let him do what he does best. This man is one of the, the, the best actors in our generation. He goes from dr- a drama to a war, you know, biopic to uh, a superhero flick in a with ease. I mean, we've seen him in what? The Punisher, Daredevil, uh, Baby Driver, Fury, Ford versus Ferrari, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, my, oh, The Accountant. If you haven't seen The Accountant with Ben Affleck and John Bernthal and uh, Anna Kendrick, that movie is so good. I watch that movie at least like once a month. I love that movie. Uh, Sicario. You know what's super funny though? 
the first thing that I thought of when I thought of John Bernthal, and this is the most random thing in the world, I thought about how he was the love interest of Titus <laughs> Titus Andromedon on one of the recent seasons of uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I don't know why. The man that played Punisher, I don't know why I, that was the first role I associated with him. But, I mean, it's a funny-ass show, so I'm, I'm not complaining. The guy, I mean, give the guy his flowers. I think he would make a fan fantastic Wolverine they need to just I mean I don't know if you know we've obviously had this discussion that we don't know if these guys are gonna be you know canon or not all we know is they've told us that they aren't Marvel gets a little tricky every now and then I wouldn't be surprised if the Defenders and the Punisher popped up in a movie and it's all of those actors playing their parts so but if that does not happen I'm 100% on board for John Bernthal being introduced as Wolverine. But I might be alone in that. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people really, really, really want, you know, uh, unknown, you know, want either an unknown or they got really specific kind of characteristics they want to play these parts. You know, they want either a really short actor, they want a Canadian actor, they want someone, uh, basically, they want Hugh Jackman for another 20 years, even if. You know, they've got to do old man Logan. Ooh, <laughs> wait a minute. I'd, I'd be okay with old man Logan, but no, I don't want, I don't want, and this might sound pretty shitty, but I don't want the stain of the Fox universe on the MCU. They had the chance. They knocked it out of the park maybe once or twice, but then some of the other ones were big failures. So I want, I trust the MCU to do what they do. Make, you know, just make, give, give it to the right person, John Bernthal, and just let him work. I don't want, you know, I, I, I don't want that stain on there. We do, we did hear that uh, Evan Peters was casted in a role that we don't know about on WandaVision. If he is Quicksilver, I'm okay with that, but I do want them to bring, uh, Aaron, God, he got so many damn names. I'm just calling him Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson uh, to be in it too because I don't want him to take over as Quicksilver. I want both of them in there. But once again, I've gotten off track. That's all right. So what do you think? Who are your top picks to play Wolverine in the MCU? Do you agree with any of my choices? Do you disagree with all of them? Do you love them all? Let me know your thoughts. Just reach out to me, Housewives Marvel Podcast at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can follow me and uh, message me on Instagram, Housewives Marvel Podcast. I'll feature your feedback in an upcoming episode. We can talk about all of these. You know, feel free to message me about either Storm or Wolverine so far or one of the other characters I'm going to talk about. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. See ya! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, 
the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.